0: Hello and welcome to the One Foot Woman podcast with me, Aileen, nutrition coach and personal trainer. Again, hello and welcome. Today's episode is going to be all about what to do if you feel like nothing has changed and what you're doing just isn't working. So first of all, we want to actually find out, has nothing changed? You'll want to make sure that you are not only basing your progress on the scale. So we're not only using the scale as a marker of our progress. You also want to make sure that you have taken progress photos, you have taken your measurements, and then thinking, do my clothes fit differently? How do I feel? Am I getting stronger? Am I progressing in the gym? Do I feel more at peace with food? So there's lots of different ways that we can, um, lots of different tools we can use to mark as markers of progress. And if we're only using the scale, then this could be Why we feel nothing has changed. Often people will say, I've not lost any weight this week. And they're only focusing on the scale and not actually on any of the other things. They haven't taken progress pictures. They haven't done any measurements. They haven't thought, do my clothes fit differently? They haven't asked themselves any of the other questions. They've only focused on the scale. And maybe sometimes the scale has actually gone down, but it hasn't gone down as much as they would have liked. So In that situation, because this happens quite a lot, people say, I haven't lost any weight this week, when in fact they've lost 300 grams or 500 grams, which is half a kilo. So we want to make sure that, in fact, when we're saying we haven't lost any weight, we actually haven't. Um, And just because it's not as much as you want, it doesn't mean it's not working. If you've only lost a small amount of scale weight That's progress. That's how it works. Once it starts going down, you just want to focus back on your habits and behaviours that are helping to get you to your end goal. And as I said, scale weight isn't the only marker of progress. Scale weight will and should trend in a downward way, but only over time. Also, if you don't have a lot of weight to lose, then this may not be coming down. Um, You may not be losing a lot of scale weight every week. And in some cases, you might actually maintain the weight that you already are. But if you're resistance training, consuming adequate amounts of protein, getting in your daily activity, you may find that there are changes in your body composition, which will show in photos and measurements, that don't necessarily show up on the scale. So just making sure that we absolutely nothing has actually changed, so that we are giving ourselves a chance to feel motivated by what we have done and celebrate the wins that we have had rather than being disappointed that we haven't got a result when in actual fact we're just not using all of the tools at our disposal, our disposal <laughs> to actually tell us if we have or if we haven't. We're only looking at the scale. So now if we've looked at all of those markers of progress and we feel like okay nothing has changed then we might want to look at other areas. So our adherence. Are we consistently doing the things needed to get the result that we want? And this comes into your check-ins and self-assessments. So that would be sitting down, looking back at the week. Did I, if we're tracking calories, did I track my calories consistently for the last seven days? Did I get my workouts in? Did I get my daily activity in the form of steps in? Did I hit my protein target? If we can say yes, yes, yes to all of those, then maybe you might want to, um, then maybe you can look at making some changes but if it's only in the first two or three weeks then we would still try to stay consistent because even though we feel that we've tracked everything and um, we've hit our protein target there could be some discrepancies there like some people think that they don't need to track on weekends only during the week because the weekend days don't count Um, Some of you might be like, of course they would count, but some people don't realise that. Some people don't realise that um, oils and things like this, condiments, lattes, coffees, little bites and nibbles also are something that needs to be taken into consideration. So we just want to look a little bit deeper before we actually say that something isn't working. Um, Yeah, so making sure that we have have been consistent. And sometimes what can happen is we get, we, we start off, with good intentions, we're highly motivated, we're tracking everything, we're making sure that we're controlling our portions and so on and so forth. And in the beginning to control our portions, we would probably need to be using measuring cups, measuring spoons and the scale to pop on our plate and measure out the ingredients that we're using so that we can then track it accurately. And if we're not doing those things, then it's highly likely that we're not going to be actually hitting the calories or macros that we think that we are. Um, then maybe we have done that for a little period of time, we start eyeballing and guesstimating things too soon. So this is where inaccuracies with tracking can come up. Also, not understanding um, portion sizes or serving sizes on packets. We might look at a packet and it says 100 calories per serving, but the the packet contains two or three servings, and there we haven't realised that. So we just want to look at things like this as well. also, sometimes maybe if we're going out to a restaurant and we, we don't track that meal, but we think, oh, well, it was really close to something that I would eat at home, which often is a good advice to when you're eating out to actually choose a meal that would be similar to something that you might have made at home. But just remembering that in restaurants, they will cook all the vegetables in butter. They will cook all the meat in butter. And that's bumping you up to something that you might cook at home for four or 500 calories to something that's looking more like seven, 800 plus. Um, Recently in the UK they have started putting calories in restaurant menus and you can choose to have that or not. Um, But a lot of foods that you would think would be quite low in calories are often more than a 1,000 and that's just because of the way that they cook the food. That's why it tastes so good. It's been marinated in oils and butters and so on and so forth. There's no harm in having these things but just having an awareness that when we eat out as well the calories are going to be different to when we cook at home. So as a coach, we don't look at changing anything until around the, and even at the, around the three week mark. If after three weeks we knew that you were consistently tracking, you were getting your workouts, you were getting your steps. We knew that there was accuracy in the tracking as well as it can be. There's always going to be inaccuracies. We can never be 100% perfect with that. Um, but if that were to be the case, that you know, we had really looked into everything that you were doing and you were being consistent across the board, then maybe there would be a situation where we might increase your energy expenditure, looking at that, or maybe bringing your calories down. But most of the time, these things aren't needed. What is needed is just to um, double down and make sure that you are being adherent and actually consistently doing all of the things needed to reach your goal in some cases when you know that you've actually overconsumed and that's why you haven't actually been able to consistently stay on track we might even increase the calories so this you might think that's the last thing I want to be doing I can't even hit the I can't even stay on track with what I'm doing why would and, and not get a result why would I increase the calories well Increasing your calories when you're somebody that finds it hard to stay on track with what you're doing can actually help you to consistently hit something. And then once you're consistently using the habits and tools needed, then we can look at bringing that down because you've been working on the skill of... Tracking the skill of measuring and weighing food as an example if that's something you're doing not everybody does that But we might increase so that we can give you a little bit more food freedom So you find it easier to put meals together and then once you have that we can then bring your calories down again So it just depends on the person sometimes trying to take your calories too low can actually be detrimental because you can never meet your targets So we then push the calories up to get you working towards good habits and then we can bring them down once you're there. So that can be another way around that. Adherence is always gonna be the first place that we look and we want to make sure that we're consistent during the week, but also on weekends too. You want to look at dieting as a skill. This can make it easier for you to, to think of um, having the mindset to learn more and practice the skills. If we want to learn a new skill, running, bike, driving, literally anything, we have to learn it in one way or another so just making sure that all of those things are coming together and we are in actual fact being adherent and staying consistent in order to reach our goals rather than just feeling that nothing has changed because we're also only focusing our progress on one thing i hope you found that helpful if you want to ask me any questions you can reach out to me on my instagram at AliengramPT, um, and i hope you have a great day ahead